Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Concussion Talk Podcast. I'm Mick Mercer. Concussion Talk Podcast is sponsored by Headcheck Health. Headcheck Health bridges the apps in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. Join organizations like the Canadian Football League, Peck Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada. Rely on Headcheck to improve communication and optimize care. Visit headcheckhealth.com for more. And that's not the very fatigue, but nevertheless, check a head check. But um, please uh, follow me on, on social media. So that's YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram, X, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. should call it X, I guess. But um, anyway, but that's uh, at Concussion Talk. Um, you can sponsor me. You're a sponsor. You can sponsor me. I see you can. You can it's been a while since I've done one of these, so I'm a bit, bit bumbling with my words. But uh, yes, but uh, but please, but please, uh, review, rate, review on uh, it's like five, you know, five stars, whatever star, whatever stars you want, really. But five stars tell they definitely be preferable. Um, on every social media, every, every your podcast. Geez, I'm really struggling with this. Um. But uh, yeah, it's the end of the summer. So anyway, so yeah, so at Concussion Talk on YouTube, Twitter, X, Facebook, Instagram, and rate review on podcast wherever you, wherever you get podcasts. And now it's episode 160, 163. I'm talking now. I'll start off the podcast anew because that was a mess, but I will leave it in. It's fun, more fun that way. But uh, I'm talking to. Zach Hudson of the Brain Injury Alliance of Colorado. And Zach, well, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, we talked, geez, when was a while ago, like last month, or was it last month? We discussed. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, yeah. I think it was back mid July, is what yeah, it Yeah, yeah. It was, I know it was a while ago because then you couldn't, couldn't I was away. I got, went away and you couldn't uh, do one till now, but this is great. And, uh, so I guess first, first thing first, what is the Brain Injury Alliance of Colorado? And so the brain, sorry, yeah. go on. No, sorry, go ahead. Ah. 
So the uh, the Brain Injury Alliance of Colorado, we're a uh, 501c3 nonprofit organization. Uh, we're a statewide organization, and we serve survivors of an acquired brain injury all over the state of Colorado. Uh, we provide support, resources, and education to survivors of a brain injury and their caregivers, loved ones, and the professionals that work with them. And uh, I've seen your website. website. I'm going to go into that because that's huge, very comprehensive. You got brain injury for kids, for adults, for caregivers, for and all sorts of stuff, for professionals, for uh, just lots of lots of good educational information there. So check out the, I will, I'll read out their website because I'm going to be uh, just, you know, where's the website? I picked the wrong, the wrong link. Anyway. I'll get you there the website when I can find it, which is coming up soon in momentarily. Yes. BIAcolorado.org. BIAcolorado.org. And uh, it has lots of very, very good uh, tons of information on the site. So please check it out. But uh, I went out to go back to my, my, my guest and ask Zach, is that why did you become involved with the, with the brain injury alliance of Colorado? Oh, that's a good question. And um, the the short answer is that I, I kind of just fell into this line of work. Um, I used to be in education, in outdoor education, and uh, then I got involved working in an ILST program. Uh, what that stands for is independent life skills training. Okay. And it's a service that's available to brain injury survivors on Colorado's brain injury waiver, which is through Medicaid. Uh, basically, okay. it's a program and service to help people become more independent, gain life skills for uh, self-management and independence uh, and that sort of stuff. Um, so I worked directly with uh, survivors and I also did some behind the scenes stuff with scheduling and Medicaid. Um, then you know, we in that program always knew about Brain Injury Alliance uh, since they're the, the statewide organization that supports survivors. Um, so I started there as the program manager for the peer mentorship program going on three years now. So actually, that's perfect segue. So what is the parentship program? And also you run, you manage it or run, you manage it. But uh, you explain what, what you do there, why, who it's for and what and what you do. Sure. So the the mentorship program, um, you know, I always like to start by just, you know, giving a little background on mentorship programs and what they are. Yes. Um, there's all kinds of different mentorship programs. You know, the the most popular, probably best known one would be a big brother, big sister program, that national organization. Okay. Um, I don't know if you have that in Canada, actually. But, well, um, I think I'm sure we do it, I think. I think. Okay. Yeah. That would make sense. But um, yeah, yeah sometimes I, I forgot that you were uh, from Canada. I'm from the States yeah. there for the yeah. moment. But, um, yeah, and then, of course, um, you know, you know, there's corporate mentorship, there's youth mentorship, there's mentorship for people um, uh, dealing with substance misuse. Uh, so mentors provide support um, as people with lived experience in the area that they're focusing on. And so with our program, all of the mentors that we have um, are volunteers. They volunteer with us. They're all survivors and uh, they come from all different walks of life, all different injury history, TBI, stroke, uh, NTBI, you know, any type of brain injury. 
And they're at a point in their recovery where they feel like they have, um, you know, the resources and the skills and the tools to live a fulfilling and, uh, you know, type of life where they're thriving and, um, you know, want to give back to somebody else who's still trying to get there after their brain injury. Is there, so is there like a, a certain level that you have to that you would, you would determine or someone else determines that is appropriate for them to start or do they appeal to people? I'm sure people want to get back. I mean, they'll do one session to rehab and one session of physio or OT and like, I want to teach somebody else this. So when do you, when do you say, okay, I think it's a good time for you to, if you want to, if you do want to join the program. So the you- biggest thing is, um, and this is what I talk to new mentors about um, when we first do our initial introduction is like, um, you know, being at a place where you feel like you have the, the time and the energy and the knowledge to give back to another person. Um, yeah. Because as we all know, recovering from a brain injury can be a full-time job in itself. Yeah. Um, and they have to be, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a lot. And, um, yeah. you know, they have to be in a place where they, can take care of themselves, but yeah. also support another person. Um, so we have mentors who are just a couple of years out from their brain injury. We have mentors who are 20, 30 more years out from their brain injury. Um, and that lived experience is, is key, you know, um, yeah. for, for the peers that come into the program, looking for support, talking to the mentor in the program can sometimes be the first time they've ever talked to another person with a brain injury before. Like, um yeah sorry yeah. no yeah so that that lived experience is is so important um because you know they may have good support systems right the peers they may yeah. have friends family professionals who love and care about them but they don't really understand them because they can't relate they haven't had a brain injury themselves uh, this is the only issue what i want to talk about because uh i know i mean i've been it's been 21 years 20 sorry 20 years now for me, and uh, I, I know I have a lot, of, a lot of knowledge to share about brain injury, about my recovery and stuff, but I also don't feel like I want to tell anybody what to do, like what, how they should approach it, how they should live, how they should, what steps they should take for them. I want to try to be very liberal about my, what they should, like, they do what they want to do. And, you know, because I don't have the magic, the magic bullet or, or the magic recipe. So uh, what do you, what do you, would you recommend? How would you say, what to have information, what should I kind of convey to others who have gone through brain injury and want to know, because I've done, doing this podcast, I'm, people know who I am or something, not everybody, but some people do. So they want to ask me questions. I'm I'm kind of useless. I'm like, I just do what you like to do it. So I feel like I'm letting people down. So I don't, what would you recommend? How would you, how would you approach that? What we always tell the mentors is, um, you know, mentorship is semi-structured guidance. Yeah. Um, and it's it's always, you know, coming from a place where like, this is what worked for me. This may not necessarily work for you. Yeah. Um, so mentors really help peers to, you know, kind of think out loud, um, process through the challenges that they're facing and then offer advice, um, you know, by asking like, you know, do you want to hear what worked for me or may I give a suggestion, you know, letting them decide if they want that advice or not. Um, while also bearing in mind that, you know, every brain injury is different. 
you know, what worked for person A might not work for person B, but still giving a person with a brain injury, those resources and that knowledge can be really empowering for them. And even if they try that rehabilitation or that service or whatever, and it doesn't work for them, you know, in a way they're still better off, right? Because they've learned that, oh, checking this off, time to move on to the next thing. Well, that makes me, that does make me feel better because I'm definitely, a lot of of me saying, people asking me for information, I'll say, well, it worked for me. I mean, not work for you kind of thing. Or or, I found it's good, but you may not. And uh, you like doing this or do this. And I don't know if that's, I'm always unsure if it's helpful or from being detrimental to it. So what type of activities do you, do your, your specific mentors and mentees partake in? All kinds of different stuff. Um, So we're a statewide program and, you know, our, our population is mostly concentrated in the Denver metro area, you know, Denver, Fort Collins, Colorado Springs, Pueblo. Um, but we have a lot of, um, you know, rural and frontier communities in Colorado as well, yeah. um, where there aren't as many available services and there aren't as many, um, you know, recreational and social opportunities. Um, so since we are a statewide program, um, we have mentors and peers that live all over the state. Um, so a lot of the times people communicate virtually, um, you know, if people are in the same geographic location, we encourage them to meet up in person if possible. Um, but, you know, we have a lot of small little mountain towns that are, you know, hard to get to eight hours or, uh, or so away from different parts of the state. So that's the beauty of this new kind of digital age or whatever you want yeah. to call it that we live in is that mentors and peers can make connections from no matter where they are now. Um, yeah, I know. They can still really reduce those feelings of isolation and, um, you know, still help build community. Um, so they're encouraged to communicate once a week at a preset day and time for consistency and to, you know, make progress more uh, consistently. Um, if people do meet in person, um, you know, they do all sorts of things like, um, you know, going out into the community just for a fun day, hang out in a park or something, uh, you know, maybe go check out a new resource center or something like that. Um, and then for mentors, we have a lot of um, professional development and training opportunities. Um, so mentors can access uh, trainings, professional development on mentoring and brain injury. Uh, we have these professional development days and these webinars that we host for continued education of mentors. Okay, so they, 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 those are just for mentors, about mentorship. I'm sure you have other educational programs available, but those are for mentor, people that want to do mentorship, or is that, available, is that available on a specific part of your website? Like is that there just, or just educational education? Is that the tab? Uh, just education within the program for now. Um, you know, yeah. I, I'm the type of person that always likes to think big. So I'd love to, you know, maybe make some of these training and professional development opportunities that we're offering our mentors available to the, the general public. You know, that's a, a bigger uh, down the road type uh, type dream and, you know, hopefully support other states and other, um, you know, organizations that want to start brain injury specific mentorship programs. This is kind of going to have a bit different tack, but uh, you do, do you get involved in the mentorship, the, the GDH, so the continuing education programs, do you still get involved with your outdoor, your outdoor, or your outdoor experience? Uh, I guess no. Um, so it, it, 
we have a department at BIAC, our recreation and uh, uh, social programming, uh, where, you know, in Colorado, um, you know, we're very well known for our outdoor recreation. Yeah, yeah uh, something that we take a lot of pride in and a lot of people come to the state for. Yeah. Um, so we offer adaptable programming for uh, survivors of a brain injury to either learn a new skill or hobby or relearn one that they may not have been able to participate in. Uh, after sustaining a brain injury. So we'll do adaptive skiing and snowboarding. Um, we'll do adaptive cycling and ropes courses, camping, hiking trips, um, you know, finding creative ways, fishing. We do a lot of adaptive fishing, uh, finding creative ways to get people back into the outdoors or outdoors for the first time Yeah, uh, in some occasions after having had a brain injury. And that's excellent because uh, I see one of the, my first guests was, uh, is a, uh... Sierra so says you bring it in Idaho, I believe, in uh, Texan Hall. I'm gonna say, um, and she said, that's not right. I got that correct. Um, and uh, she, Sally Franklin, she's in Colorado or was in Colorado. She wrote for something, but I obviously don't want you to tell me if she's playing a program or not because that's kind of an invasion of privacy for her. But, but Sally Franklin was in the program and. Uh, I know, and she. I know she still does some stuff, and she was she was big in skiing before injury. So, I think that getting getting outside and getting people back to things they love, the activity they love, and as you mentioned, the uh, activities they may not have had a chance to do before. And I, actually, this is a total side, but I watch. I love the show alone. And, oh, uh, I've been watching that show. Yeah, yes, and outdoor, outdoor, love more like outdoor education is that that thing that there are people who teach outdoor education, outdoor education, and you and you do. He said so. Just you say you do what you have watched the show. You know what I'm talking about. I'm totally caught up. I've seen yeah. every season. I yeah, I really great. love that show. Right, I know. Yeah, okay, me too. I was gonna say because I I'm not I'm not big. It, it, I mean, I love being outdoors and stuff, but I don't have skill set that any of these people any of these people do. But uh what type of activities do you think from that show say I don't know building a shelter but like fishing or or like building a generally like what type of activities do you think are not necessarily needed by brain injury because you don't even know start to fire randomly. But I mean just knowing the basic skills, having the basic mind breaking the right way. So do you think that's important? Um, well, I, I, I always like to say in terms of uh, importance with something, you know, like if it means something to you yeah. and it gives you joy and fulfillment, then it's important. So if your hobby, if your calling is to go out in the woods and build shelters and learn yeah. how to survive, then, hey, you should do it if you can do it safely. Um, in terms of, uh, you know, basic skills, what's really cool is like, you know, seeing how these certain programs can help with, um, you know, just like day to day activities. Uh, yeah. whether it comes to like organization confidence um and then also you know like some of the more um you know like hand-eye coordination type stuff and yeah. balance um so there's definitely a, a very healing aspects to being outside um in many different ways yeah yeah actually not just again i'm i'm not very being very fluid this this episode but uh we'll go back to the energy lines of Colorado. so you yeah. just talk more about that your organization and Jay talks about the 501c designation, but uh, where where are you and what where where do you, do you particularly but where is Brandy Lines of Colorado and what and uh, like bit of its history maybe. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yeah, so Brain Injury Alliance has been around for uh, several decades now. Um, I should know this number. I believe it's around or just over 30 years, if oh. not more. Um, and we've grown pretty significantly over the last few years. So we've got about 30 staff and um, we're based in Denver. Our office is in Denver, but we actually have staff all over the state. Um, since we're such a large state and yes. all the different parts of state of the state are so different, um, you know, like not just like geographically, but also culturally. Sorry, again, the mountains must be different than obviously in the flat areas. The Absolutely. Fire yeah. is up high as well. I don't know if caught up very well myself. So we're, we are pretty high up. I mean, uh, yeah. they call Denver the mile high city for a reason. We are yeah. 5,000. I forget the number of feet uh, above sea level. Um, and then the tallest points in the state are over 14,000 feet, yeah. some of our mountains. Um, so it's pretty significant in terms of how the elevation changes. Um, and that impacts a lot of things. Um, but um, so the, the a large part of the reason that we have staff all over the state is since the state is so big and each state has so many different needs, right? So mm-hmm. we designate the state into five regions at Brain Injury Alliance. So we consider it to be Denver Metro. Then we have our Northern region, our Southern region, our Central Mountains, and then our Western Slope. Um, and we have staff in all those locations that specialize in resources in those areas and can provide phone-based and in-person services in those areas. And my bit of a, just kind of a generalization, generalization about Colorado, but I expect you to love brain injuries occurring from skiing or snowboarding or rock climbing. Not, not, or, is that, or is that just me being ignorant of the many aspects of Colorado? 
No, we do. Um, we, we definitely have a, a lot of brain injuries that happen as a result of outdoor recreation. Um, it doesn't rank number one on the list. Um, you know, there's still um, a lot of other ways that people um, acquire brain injuries in the state. Um, the one thing I will say, though, is um, especially with outdoor uh, recreation uh, brain injuries, a lot of them go unreported and undiagnosed. Yes. Uh, so the number could actually be a lot higher. I mean, pretty much every number of, of every category of brain injury, the numbers could be a lot higher because they go undiagnosed. But, you know, someone hits their head skiing, they may, you know, just shake it off or just yeah. go to the lodge and be told they're fine and go back out on the mountain. Meanwhile, they've sustained a concussion. That's exactly uh, what I want to ask you about. This concussion, you have an area of real estate that's, uh, if I can mess up this whole funny website, and, uh, the CDC, the, the, the general, generally, you are, yeah, how prevalent do you think these, those are, and not do you think, but do you know what those are? How is you undiagnosed and, and unreported in, say, skiing or, or uh, football or car accidents or, or slip and falls? Do you think those are those are the most those are the most uh, undiagnosed instances, injuries? But uh, what do for which one where would you say is the most people should really be the most aware of of their of that potential to be concussed? You know what, what we're finding a lot um, is um, that a lot of um, cases of domestic violence will involve an undiagnosed brain injury. Um, so we're seeing with that category that the numbers could actually be much, much, much higher yes. than what is reported on. Especially um, on IPV, so I can't put in the mission that, but I'd be so important. Yeah, yeah, and, um, and, and what we're learning, the numbers are you know staggering to say the least. Um, yeah. And there are many, many reasons why a brain injury as a result of a domestic violence situation would go undiagnosed. Um, and so, yeah, that number is probably significantly higher than what is being reported nationally, not just statewide. Yeah, and international, I'm sure, and then knowing Canada as well, and as well as my problem, problems in Newfoundland, labor. So uh, please, if look up uh, uh, concussions and uh, IPV to partner violence, domestic violence, and uh, I think that's a very important area that people are just ignore that aspect aspect of it, and uh, that's so important for. Everyone to get checked out to get uh, to to be aware of the potential there, potential there. And uh, actually, I want to ask you more about just your. I'm looking at your website now, and there's uh, there's, there's so much to ask you about on this form, but those I guess you you just run through the uh, for adults, for kids, for professionals, for professionals, and behavioral health services. So, like what what type of what types of information do you think are, or is the most important of those that are most important is doing to rank them? But what you, what do you, what do you tell adults? Definitely, do you tell kids? And definitely, you tell professionals. And who would you refer to to behavioral health services? Oh, if we were to go through all of our programs and services, we'd be here all day. So I'll give you the brief version. We have a <laughs> we have a lot of stuff that we offer. So um, what, I'll, what I'll touch on first, which I think is probably the most important, is our foundational support system, which we call resource navigation. And mm -hmm. what that is, is um, we have a team of staff members called resource navigators 
And when someone calls us, whenever they call our main line, they'll automatically get connected to a resource navigator. And these people provide support to brain injury survivors, caregivers, and professionals, um, particularly survivors, though the focus is on survivors of all ages uh, with a self-diagnose, with a, um, with a, you know, who can self-diagnose uh, having had a brain injury uh, yeah. in their lives. Yeah. So they provide um, education about brain injury, information about local resources that people may benefit from, such as you know, neurologists, physical therapists, speech therapists, um, support groups, you know, things like that. Um, so if anyone, if a survivor has a need, right, they can call into resource navigation, a need related to brain injury, they can call into resource navigation and they'll help them try to um, meet those needs. Um, when someone does call in, if it's their first time ever chatting with us, that's when they get a rundown about all the programs and services that we offer. So they can get plugged in into different areas. You know, um, we have our recreation program. We have what's called a self-management program, uh, education consultation and youth services for people ages zero to 21, um, all kinds of different stuff. And um, we're still expanding on the programs and services that we offer too. So um, this this list is only going to keep growing. Well, it's, um, it's a big list now. So for for youth, um, all of our programs and services are also open to youth. Um, and then education consultation would be specifically for people ages zero to twenty one. Um, and then for professionals, we offer brain injury training and um, information about, you know, how to best support the brain injury survivors that these professionals work with. And that could be everything from hospitals uh, to local courts, um, to law enforcement, um, to, you know, anybody, any organization that's working with survivors that wants to know how to better support them, we provide free training for that. That's, that's amazing because it's such an impressive website and it's such the, the depth of information out there, and uh, I, I highly recommend anybody to check out the website and check out the resources available there, whether you're in Colorado or not, or there anywhere in the world. Just there's lots of information there, and some of it, of course, you can't access here if you're not in, not in Colorado. But you know, it's a, definitely a viable resource. Um, and uh, speaking of on that page and also on your on your email, there's a you have an event, a big event coming up because uh, we are recording this recording this podcast on August 25th, right? 25th, 25th, yeah, Friday, August 25th. So hopefully you'll hear this on on Tuesday, August 29th. Yes, yes, 29th, yes. Um, or maybe September 5th. Or yes, 5th, I believe. Yeah, yeah. But either way, this event is after that. And uh and Zach, when I'll tell you about this 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 important event that the big event of the year that BIC has gonna come up. So the event is called um Pikes Peak Challenge and a little background for the non-Colorado listeners. Um, as you all probably know, we have a lot of mountains here. Uh we have mountains that we refer to as 14ers. And what those are are mountains that are over 14,000 feet uh, high or higher. Um, so Pikes Peak is a 14er. And um, every year we've been doing it for decades now. It's our biggest fundraiser of the year. We've been hosting the Pikes Peak Challenge, where people will hike up Pikes Peak or halfway up, or they can participate in a one to two mile walk 
uh, around the local town, Manitou Springs, that Pikes Peak is in. Uh -huh. um, and so it's our biggest fundraiser. People hike to raise money. That supports Brain Injury Alliance programs and Brain Injury Education and Research. Um, it's a really, really fun day. Um, you can fundraise on, entirely online and uh, you can join teams. You can make teams. And um, even if you're not in Colorado and you want to participate and raise money for Brain Injury Alliance of Colorado, there's a virtual challenge. Um, so you can go out on your own time and do your own hike, have your own challenge. And, um, you know, all the money will still, uh, you know, go back into BIAC. But it's a super fun day. Um, Pikes Peak is beautiful. As you can probably imagine, the view from on top of the mountain is pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, so if you're interested in that, you can find more information on our website. And we do also have a website designated to Pikes Peak Challenge as well. That's excellent. So that is, that is excellent. So that is on September 9th, which is Saturday. Right. Yep, Saturday, September 9th. And uh, I will say if you're going to be doing the uh, the full hike or the half hike, uh, it is a big, big day. Um, so Pikes Peak, if you're starting at the base of uh, the mountain, you're going to go about 14 miles and uh, you're going to gain about 7,000 feet. Of oh, the yeah, beauty of it, though, is you don't have to hike back down because uh, it's actually <laughs> there's a paved road all the way up to the top. So we okay. have shuttles that drive you back down now, um, well, you go. so you don't got to make it a huge uh you know 20 to 30 mile day um also a fun fact about 14ers is um, you have to start them pretty early um yeah. so most people start around 4 30 in the morning if not a little earlier um because colorado we're known for getting these big storms it really um, is all really is yeah yep, it's all day it's an all-day thing <laughs> so nice Oh, sorry, sorry. Are you saying that the, the storm is hardly it's just big storms? Yeah, so uh, usually in the summer, um, you know, in September, we're actually coming towards the end of our 14er season um, because then the snow starts to roll in. Right. Um, so, but in the summer, you know, the, those thunderstorms can roll into the mountains, uh, usually after 12. Uh, I'm not a meteorologist, so I don't know the science behind it, but it's usually after 12. And um, it's pretty incredible about the speed that they can roll in. Yeah. Um, so that's why you want to get up and back down to tree line after uh, before noon, if possible. All right. Well, I mean that uh, that's an amazing challenge. Just encourages fitness, encourages people to get outside and do something, and and I think it's just a great way to fundraise. And uh, you know, so I encourage anybody who's in Colorado or anyway, whether you've ranch or not, just to join the challenge and fundraise for such an important organization in your state and if you're around if you can't make it then just as uh, as zach said the virtual challenge is also available so uh, i encourage everybody who's in colorado to uh, do this attempt this virtually or or in person and uh yeah so uh i think it's a great great place to play a great place to end this, this podcast and uh unless zach had any other Maybe you could just plug the uh, let you plug the website one more time and uh, any other resources you think that really your social media or your email there, not your email, but the general email. Um, and anything else do you think would be YouTube channel or something like that? Anything else you think is important for people to know? So please. So yeah, our website is biacolorado.org. Uh, we are also on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us there. 
Um, we have a podcast called TBI Talking Brain Injury, where we interview brain injury survivors around the state of Colorado to share their stories. Um, you can learn more about us through any of those platforms if you want to contact us. Uh, it's just info at biacolorado.org. And if you're interested in learning more about the peer mentorship program, uh, you know, just ask for me. I'd be happy to give you more information about that. And um, yeah, we, we have a lot of, of stuff, as, we, as, as I mentioned. So uh, yeah, check it out. And um, we also have an educational materials page that um, provides information and resources that could be helpful for all survivors of brain injury, not just those in Colorado. So um, if you're outside of Colorado, maybe check that out as well. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Zach, and this valuable. I will not repeat this in case I forget to mention some important aspects of it, but uh, definitely the website biacolorado.org is uh, my, my final one I'll repeat. Just to check the website out and check out their education, education resources and uh, everything there. So uh, thank you so much, Zach, and thank you everyone for listening to this podcast. To hopefully, hopefully listen to this in August, which will be August 29th will be when it comes out. Um, or maybe in September. But either way, check out Pike's Peak Challenge on September 2nd. September, no, September 9th. Sorry. And again, Pike's Peak. So I'm not sure the town, but again, there's a website there. And uh, check out that. So uh, thank you all for listening. And uh, thank you, Zach. And thank you, Brain Tree Colorado. Thank you, Nick. It's been great chatting with you. Thanks for having me on. Thanks. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.